Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Danger lurks in the American landscape. No one in their right mind would be out here, which makes it the perfect place to kill someone. Introducing Hot and Deadly from ID, your podcast for classic American true crime served with a side of biscuits and gravy. On each episode, you'll hear some of ID's most shocking stories of murder and betrayal, from the mystery of a preacher shot and killed by a bow and arrow to a former prom queen gone missing and found murdered. Listen to Hot and Deadly on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is intended for mature audiences. Episodes discuss emotional, physical, and sexual violence. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Dark Dynasties. This is a podcast where we focus on different rich and powerful families who have ultimately exposed themselves to be corrupt, messed up, and, well, you know, very dark. This episode, we will be talking about an especially dark famous family, the Hammer Dynasty. That's right, Hammer as in Army Hammer. Oh yeah, as in the Hammer Museum, and unfortunately a lot more. We all know about the crazy Army Hammer cannibalism scandal in the last couple years. So I guess the question is, how did we get here? Well, the answer is complicated and intriguing, and we'll be covering it over the next four episodes. I'm Olivia De Laurentiis. And I'm Sid Heller. And this is Dark Dynasties. So Army Hammer, famous actor. Yeah, if you don't know him, uh, if you've seen uh, Call, Call Me By, by Your Name, name. Uh, it's the one that's not Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, it's the taller, older the taller, one. The taller, older one. Who everyone was just like, oh, hot damn, we love this guy. The yeah. second that movie came out. Yeah, even before that, there was mm-hmm. The Social Network, and yep. everybody was like, what are these twins They were we like, love? damn, this one rich guy plays two rich twins. Yeah, and yeah. turns out he actually is pretty rich and yeah. comes from a very wealthy family. One of the reasons he actually got cast in the social network mm-hmm. was that the director was like, oh, he has a really good pedigree. Like, he's born from a billionaire family just like these twins. Right. He knows how to, like, be a, a little rich boy. Yeah. And he uh, comes from this very large family, and they have owned a bunch of different things. His great-grandfather was an oil tycoon. Yep. And his great-grandfather, who he is named after, is named, I shit you not, 
Armand Hammer. Yes. And his father yep. was a founder of the American Communist Party. Oh, yeah. His father, Julius Hammer, who we only really know this fact about, mm-hmm. uh, was in Russia. He was a big uh, Communist Party guy. He helped found the American Communist Party. And then he funneled a bunch of money to the communists from America and, like, secrets and stuff. And Armand, uh, the oil ki- tycoon grandfather of Army Hammer, yeah. was like a spy for the Russians uh, until he, like, realized, you know what, I'm actually going to pretend to be American. It's wild. But yeah. Armin Hammer was basically named Armin Hammer because mm-hmm. on the communist flag yep, at that the time. Yep, there's the arm and the hammer. An arm and a hammer. So, really so wrap right your head the around that. Yeah, it really is. It's it, it's a weird thing to have a parent name their kid after something they like or believe in. Yeah, it's like naming and your kids stars and stripes. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm pretty glad my parents didn't just name me after yeah. something they were like, that's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> Because um, I could have been named like the Eagles or Earth, Wind, and Fire, <laughs> and that wouldn't. And then be great. all of your ancestors from that point on are named like Earth, Wind, and Fire too, Earthy, Windy, and Fire. <laughs> yeah. So basically, Army Hammer gets super famous. Everybody yeah. is like, "This guy is so hot, so hot." Everyone's he's like, a "He's so hot." Movie star. He's rich. He's hot. He's rich. He he's, plays that part really well. Yeah, like a movie and star. He's married, uh, and he has kids, and he seems like this perfect. He has this perfect movie star life. Cut to. A whole bunch of years later, yeah, all of these DMs start getting leaked. Yeah, um, you probably remember this from like 2020. Yeah, we're all stuck inside, and we find yep. out. Oh, look! Here's the new thing we're all going to focus on. It's Army, Army Hammer, Hammer is, is a, a cannibal. cannibal. And and the craziest thing about the whole Army Hammer is a cannibal social media blow up mm-hmm. is that yes, he is like I'm 100 percent a cannibal. He and said that. He said sure. it. He's like I want to eat your rib. He yep. was texting girls that he either. Knew or did not know yet, Correct. and um, was texting them a lot of very sexual, sexual explicit, violent, graphic yeah. things. But it would be fine if the women were like, "Hell yeah!" That's the thing is when it when it first came out, it was interesting because it was like, "Okay, is this just kink mm-hmm. or is this something really bad?" Because he's texting people stuff like, you know, "Oh, I would love for you to get your rib removed so I can grill it and eat it." Which is, let me tell you, interesting. I will say that if someone uh, asked that of me, I would say, "No, I would like to keep all of my ribs and probably not talk to you again." But at the same time, that's just me as an individual. But at the same time, if there's a person out there who's like, yeah, my That's biggest my dream yeah. is to, to have you eat my rib. If someone's like, God, it, it is my biggest kink for a guy to want to eat me. Then honestly, then that's just kink. Go for it. The issue was mm-hmm. that he was saying this to people who were like, actually, that's not for me. And yeah. he was like, I'm going to get you really close to me so that we yep. become really uh, mm-hmm. infatuated with each other and so we that trust, you trust each me, other. you depend on me. And then I'm going to trick you into doing this. Yeah, that's just abuse. That's just manipulation. So we'll get into that at a certain point in this episode. We're going to really break down what's kink and what's just literally not okay on any level. Basically, in House of Hammer, in the, yeah. this uh, docu-series, um, they are talk to a woman named Courtney. Right, right. Courtney talks about meeting Army Hammer at a at bar. A bar. 
Mm-hmm. He found her on Instagram. Yep. They started chatting. It was, you know. Very, uh, she was like, oh, you know, she was intrigued because it was, you know, the pandemic. A movie star. And she's and, like, and, yeah, and, this movie star is following me and he seems like a goofy, disarming guy. Yeah, and, and they're talking a lot about her previous toxic relationship. He's sharing a lot of intimate mm-hmm. details. They're becoming really close really fast. Now, I think a good thing to do when talking about this sure. is to do little red flag alerts. Red flag. <laughs> If you, the listener, or anyone in your life is in any type of a situation similar to any of this, I think the good thing about going over crimes like this is mm-hmm. to just, like, bring up, hey, this is a red flag. So if you see it in your life, just watch out for it because it could go badly. Yeah, if someone is like, I'm telling you a bunch of things to get you very close to me mm-hmm. very fast, I would say maybe keep an eye out. That is, of course, called love Love bombing. bombing. You know, he opened up and said all this crazy stuff that was very vulnerable and then Mm -hmm. got her to be vulnerable via that. And it's very calculated. Basically, Courtney starts trusting this guy. And in any natural relationship, you share things with each other, you start trusting each other. The problem is that he was kind of using it as a tactic to get something he wanted that he knew she probably didn't didn't necessarily want. Uh, There was a point where they had never met in person besides the first time they met at the bar, and she was in the Hamptons with her friends. Yeah, and he was upset with her that she wouldn't be home when he was passing through her town. Dallas, yeah. Yeah. And so he sent her, like, pictures of her apartment and was like, I am come in. You can't stop me. I would say this part is strange. I would like to pin this as a red flag. Red flag. If somebody I had never met in person sent me photos of the outside of my home. Just like dating hack. Don't send the outside of someone's home to them as a photo. Yeah, I would say it's it's not even that cute. It's not cute. It's not charming. In fact, in the documentary when they show Mm -hmm. the screenshots, he sends a picture. She says all caps, leave leave now. Leave now. Yeah. Which I would say is not a welcoming bit of consent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he, oh my god, and then he left her a, um, note. a, mess, a note that was like, I, I'm going to bite the fuck out of you. Yeah, and, and then signed, signed it. it. How reckless. That's the thing. We'll get into it later in the podcast, but this whole family acts so recklessly. It's, it's They think they're above the law and yeah. they can't get caught and whatever, but it's like, I don't know. I don't know if that's a good idea, my no, guy. it's clearly not based on what we all know now. <laughs> and uh, something she mentions in the yeah. docuseries is she says that, like, when she told mm-hmm. that story to her friends, mm-hmm. when she talked about uh, yep. her getting to know Army with her friends, she yep. would leave that part out. Yeah, the I'm going to bite the fuck out of you note and the pictures of her place, she because would leave that out. I think she knew on some level that that's not really great. Another little red flag moment there is if you are in something with anyone and you feel like there's parts of the relationship you can't or don't want it, not like because it's sexual, but because you are like, oh, no, I don't know if this is healthy or right. Like there's – I get a little bit of fight or flight when this person does this thing that may be questionable and I shouldn't tell my friends because they would be like break up with him. Yep. That is when you tell your friends. Yeah, because if your friend is going to say like, hey, I have your best interest in mind and that's not good for you, maybe you should listen to them. Your friends care if you live or die. Strangers on the internet may not. I would call that 100% true. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Courtney's story is really crazy because eventually they did end up meeting and going on a road trip together. And I would like to say too, you know, we mentioned earlier Army Hammer was married. At some point they split. We're not totally sure in the timeline like where they split up, but uh, regardless. But he did, he was telling the women that he was talking to, you know, oh, we, we've been separated for two years. We live in different cities. Right. So Courtney and Army decide they're going to go on a road trip. They're going to hang yeah. out for the first time on yeah. a road trip. Yeah. 
dating hack. Maybe just for for the listener, mm-hmm. just yeah. as a piece of advice. First in-person date shouldn't be a road trip. Meet at coffee. <laughs> Go to a nice place where a lot of yeah. people are. And the whole time she's going like, this isn't like me. This isn't like me. I normally wouldn't do mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can get manipulated and talked into Mm -hmm. doing things where you're like, yeah, I guess I'll just go to the desert with this stranger for three weeks. And also I think there's a fine line between Mm -hmm. a fairy tale and a nightmare. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Get that on a t-shirt. We grow up thinking like, yeah, if somebody, you know, shows up where I am unannounced, that's romantic. Yeah. Is it? No. Not really. No, no, it's not. But it's hard to tell because you grow up thinking, yeah. like, that's really romantic. They're holding a boombox outside my window. Mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. like, did you invite them there? Yeah. Did they, are they sending you a picture of the exterior of your apartment? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, no, it's really interesting. And I feel like um, so often, and you've said this before, mm-hmm. which I think is really smart, uh, you know, like adrenaline and the feeling of fear or nervousness, you can— um, It mimics the feeling of having a crush. Yeah, the feeling of excitement and crushing on someone. Yeah, and so, so sometimes yeah. you don't know if you're nervous because— someone's bad or if you're nervous because yep. you have butterflies. Yep, exactly. There's a distinction. Unless you know, like, specifically what to look for. It's so easy to mix those two up. Yeah, so, you know, Courtney's thinking this big movie star wants to take me on a road trip. He was only interested in yeah. me. He's constantly mm-hmm. calling me and texting me. Oh, and yeah, and that's the other thing. He's texting or blowing her phone up a thousand times a day. And Another like, red flag. Yeah, and, and so it's like he's obviously not seeing anyone else. He's so invested yeah. in me. And so, of course, she's, like, flattered yeah. because, you know, anyone would be in it's, it makes sense to be flattered. Yeah, and it's also, like, during the pandemic, during this time of, like, well, the world's crazy right now, so, you know, might as well, like, live life while it's happening. And I think it's a human survival instinct totally. to not assume the worst. Sure. If someone does something that's just, like, a little bit weird, like, for example, leaving you a note at your apartment that says, I'm going to bite the fuck out of you, but they're doing a whole bunch of other things that you're like, oh, well, this is so great. Mm-hmm. There's a part of your brain instinctively in order to survive that's like, well, uh, maybe they didn't mean that. Sure, or maybe it meant something else. Yeah, maybe they She took it metaphorically. Basically, they go on this road trip. Mm -hmm. You know, they're having this great time. They go to this motel. It's a three-week-long road trip. They are projecting movies on the screen in the backyard. They're having, like, it's like a a daydream. Yeah, they're, like, with each other all the time, all the time. They're loving it. He's super PDA. Yeah. Really giving her a lot of affection, a lot of compliments. And she's like, this is exactly what I want. And the crazy thing is, in House of Hammer, you see all of her Snapchats from Mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. Like, you see her Snapchat stories that she took, like, of their whole vacation, which is crazy. It's wild. So they go to the hardware store, and he wants rope Mm -hmm. because he uh, is interested in shibari. Yeah. If you don't know what shibari is, it's a Japanese rope-tying art form. Yeah. Sometimes it's sexual, and sometimes it's not. Yeah. Yeah, don't people, like, use it to relax sometimes? They do, Like, just hang in suspension? uh, There are people who use it to relax sometimes when you're all tied up. You can actually feel like you can let go. It's kind of an interesting I'm loving that for the people who like that. I love that. Yeah, and that's the thing is, if you're into it, hell yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Let's let's really define this about uh, shibari and all kink, is that if you are into it and everything is safe and we're repeatedly checking in on the consent of all partners, hell yeah, you do whatever the heck you want. The difference here is that Courtney had been like, ooh, I don't know that that's my thing. Yeah, and he was like, well, it's my thing. Yeah, and he was like, I've never done this on mm-hmm. a person. I've only ever done it on mannequins. I don't believe him. I don't believe I him. I don't believe him. But I'm, I'm going to do this on mm-hmm. you, and it's going to be great. And she's going, I'm not feeling well. I'm I don't feeling know. uncomfortable. I don't like this. I don't know. You know, a lot of signs of, like, 
that's maybe not for her. Yeah, that's not it's, her thing. She, saying no without directly saying the word no, which I will say it counts as no a it thousand sure million percent. Saying and I don't feel well, that's mm-hmm. not a person Feeling, I would want to do things with. Saying not right now, I don't feel well, I'm not sure. These I mean, things all mean no. When I think about it, yeah. it's like if I was with a partner and mm-hmm. we were about to engage in a sexual situation. Right. And they said. Especially when you liked more than them. Yeah. And they said, I don't feel good. I would be like, oh, now I'm not turned on anymore. No. That's because a turn off. That makes me feel like, oh, we don't both like this. Yeah. I don't want to be doing it. Yeah. So just something to think about. So basically they go to the hardware store. There are no ropes there. She feels really relieved and they leave. And we're just going to go to a little segment because I feel like this is a time for this probably. Absolutely. Um, this is a segment called Kink or Not Okay. You know, we, we can go through various scenarios here. Basically, um, Army Hammer DM'd a lot of women, a lot of things that someone could argue, well, that's just kink. Yeah. He said a lot of things like, I want you to be my slave. I yeah. want you to be my pet. And here's the thing. If somebody's like, hell yes, I want to be a slave. I want to be a pet. That's amazing. Yeah, that's like absolutely But if whatever. somebody is like, ooh, that's not my thing, then it's time for a no. Yeah, or if someone just responds with n- no response, <laughs> then <laughs> Maybe then let's leave it. Let's be. take it back. Yeah. So um, here are some examples. Exactly. Uh, we're going to read them to each other. Yeah. And then the other person will answer, is that kink or is that not okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. here we go. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Over a pumpkin spice latte, mm-hmm. Jennifer tells Tyler mm-hmm. she gets turned on by blood play. Oh. Coincidentally, Tyler uh-huh. is also into blood play. Oh, wow. And agrees that they should try it. They talk about all their boundaries, a safe word, and go over the emotional and medical risks. Days later, they do sexual blood play within the confines of what they previously discussed being comfortable with, during which they continuously check to make sure the other person is still consenting and enjoying the big blood play for them. Um, okay, I'm going to guess that that's uh, kink. It is. That would be kink. Oh, my God. I love Okay, perfect. Yeah, I think the the biggest thing about BDSM and all kink is that Every party is consenting, and Mm -hmm. everyone is constantly checking in and being like, are we cool with this? And that's it. The kink and BDSM experts Mm -hmm. basically says that all of the BDSM community, like, the saying is safe, sane, and consensual. Yes. And you just have to, like, keep making sure everyone is safe and consenting and uh, everyone's all good. Yeah. Um, Okay, well, here's a different one. Kink or not okay. Army Hammer DMs a young stranger who doesn't know about BDSM that he wants to cook her and eat her. I'm going to say it's not okay. Yes, that is not okay. Oh, okay. Okay, so so, okay. so what makes that not okay is mm-hmm. that uh, that's a stranger who doesn't know what BDSM is. And doesn't know you. Doesn't consent to it. Nope. There's been no boundaries stated. It's fully unsolicited. Uh, fully unsolicited, and you just told her you want to cook her and eat her. So that would fall into the category of not, not okay. okay. How could we make that okay? Well, they're messaging online. Yeah. Things are getting a little steamy because oh, yeah. they're attracted to each other. Absolutely. And let's say Army Hammer says, do you want to meet for coffee in public, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the stranger says, that would be lovely. Yeah. Let's say they go and they meet in public, and everything is totally fine, and mm-hmm. they're having a lovely time. And, and, and Army Hammer doesn't have, like, a sociopathic personality in this uh, version of the story. No, no, no. <laughs> Th- this is just an example of how it could be okay. <laughs> Army Hammer and, and our stranger, let's call them uh, C- Chris. 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 Let's call them Chris. <laughs> 
Chris and Army Hammer are hanging out at Starbucks. Chris says, you know, your previous story reminds me of something so funny. I'm actually interested in— Someone pretending to cook me and eat me. Yeah, that's like my biggest kink. In, and they're totally comfortable and as safe with each other. As long as it's safe and, yeah, yeah. And Army Hammer says, how how funny. Yeah. That is my biggest kink as well. Yeah. They say, should we set a date and time to try this out? And should we both agree on it beforehand mm-hmm. and set a safe word? Yep. Chris says, absolutely, I'm feeling that for us. Yeah. Army Hammer says, I love that for us, Chris. We're going to check in with each other on the day of. Yeah. And make sure that we both feel good and happy about this. The whole time. That would, that be, would be okay. That'd be but great. just DMing like a 20-year-old girl that you don't know and saying, I want to cook you and eat you. A little bit different. That's going to be, that's a, that's a hard line of a not okay. different. And that was Kink, Kink or, or Not Okay. okay. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Danger lurks in the American landscape. No one in their right mind would be out here, which makes it the perfect place to kill someone. Introducing Hot and Deadly from ID, your podcast for classic American true crime served with a side of biscuits and gravy. On each episode, you'll hear some of ID's most shocking stories of murder and betrayal, from the mystery of a preacher shot and killed by a bow and arrow to a former prom queen gone missing and found murdered. Listen to Hot and Deadly on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you you get your podcasts. So basically, uh, let's go back to Courtney. Right, okay? right, right, right. So Courtney, Courtney finished her first road trip, she got does. out okay. She got out okay. 
Courtney is thinking, like, okay, we've been together for the past, like, what, three weeks? Yeah. We've been talking nonstop. He's saying, like, you're the only one for me, all this stuff. Yeah. She's feeling really safe with him. Yes. And then she sees photos. <gasps> you're right. Of him with another woman. Of him with literally Rumor Willis. Right? Is that, that's Bruce Willis's daughter? Yeah, yeah. And um, so it's a, a photos released Rumor of them Willis, together. Rumor Willis, hope you are okay. Rumor Willis, shout out, hope you're good. Hope you're okay. Uh, and uh, Army's, you know, putting his hand around her. Everyone's, like, Grabbing her leg in this, like, very possessive way. You can see it in the photos. Yeah, they're, they're clearly on, like, some sort of date. Yeah. And she reaches out to him and is like, what the heck? Yeah. Like, she's like, you gr- you are clearly, like, I know your body language because I know you so well. Like, I know that you have something going on with Rumor Willis. And it's frustrating because we've been talking nonstop. You've made me feel really comfortable and, like, I'm the only one for you. And we just I went feel, to the desert for three weeks. And now I feel like yeah. I'm not. Whatever. Yeah. They meet up in a, uh, wherever Army is staying at the time. I think they said it's a pool house because, yeah. you know, yeah, he's getting into war, so he's staying in uh, a pool yeah, house. Yeah, 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 that you makes know? sense. They meet up, and they're talking, and she goes, I can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be with you, so, like, let's not see each other anymore, and we're done. Yeah, yeah. She leaves. He sends him a text about not wanting it to be over. Mm -hmm. She's like, sorry, it's It's over. over. The next day, he shows up. At her location. Where she's walking. Yeah, she's walking with a friend. He shows up on a motorcycle. And ladies and gentlemen, let's just pin one more red flag here. (gasps) Red flag. I'm going to go with a hard no. Um, You can't just show up at someone's location. No, Uh, no, you can't do that unannounced. No. She, you know, being overwhelmed by the tornado of it all is like, that must be romantic, right? I mean, also kind of you're you're taught that when you're a kid. Again, you are. You're taught that that's a romantic thing. You are taught um, if you're stalked that it means he likes you. So basically he shows up, she takes him back, and they're all good again. They go on another road trip. This is their thing. This is the bad trips. Yeah, this is a bad road trip. Trigger warning for this road trip. He uh, shows her a movie right. on this road trip. Oh, yeah. It's called The Secretary. Yeah, and it's Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, it, it's, it's Maggie Gyllenhaal, and she is this guy's secretary. She's being super obedient. She's doing—it's, like, very, like, BDSM vibes. Like, yeah. she's doing a lot of stuff for him. And yeah, he's, like, training her to be really, like, a subservient kind mm-hmm. of, like— Like, she's like, I am your desk, and I will do these really hard things to prove that— I'll crawl to you. And, yeah, you yeah, know. yeah, all that And trust. if you're into that— Great. Yeah. But uh, he shows it to her being like, you should be into this. Even though she's like, I don't know if this is my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So he shows this to her Mm -hmm. and she's like, oh, no, is this what you want? Yeah. Do you want me to be the secretary? Yeah. I'm going to say he should have just shown her the secretariat. Great movie. <laughs> it's about a horse. <laughs> you know what? That that I think we're rewriting this history in a way healthier way. You just you watch the Secretariat. You go to coffee and yeah, talk about it's, being. It's a much better date. You have a completely different lineage much, that doesn't render you like oh, it's incapable so of empathy. Better. It's better. So basically, you know, she sees this movie. She's like, oh, I'm a little freaked out because this mm-hmm. is not what I signed up for. Oh no, they had a sexual encounter that she she doesn't totally let us in on it. Yeah, which is um, totally valid. Which is valid. Um, but she says that it's something that people are supposed to talk about before they do. And they did not. And they did not. And she was just like absolutely hate did every part of it. Which she said valid. it's something she had never done before. Mm-hmm. She felt degraded. Yeah. And that it was uh, a situation in, yeah. she should not have been put in without 
being asked if that, that was Absolutely. okay. Absolutely. Um, I mean, as are as are all sexual situations. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, and again, an, another it's like yeah. another good thing of to to talk you about is have to. Yeah. If you're in the middle of a sexual situation mm-hmm. and you consented to the first part, mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're consenting to every part after that. Exactly. And it's like I think people who are kind of abusers like bank on that. Like mm-hmm. they bank on ripping another boundary away when you're vulnerable and when you're, like, in a position where... I mean, that's literally what the sex therapist says of, like, he puts her in a position where she wants to make him happy. Yeah. And she's in a vulnerable sexual state. And then during that, he goes, like, oh, how about we don't do this boundary? How about we don't do this? Any kink, if it's both partners are consenting the whole time and they're both totally aware of what's happening and they're Mm -hmm. both, you know, agreeing to it, whatever. But getting off on someone else being genuinely afraid of you and trying to escape you but not being able to, that's just like, cool, you have to go to the mental hospital forever now. Yeah, that's not okay. And that's a crime. No, that is a crime. After this experience, Courtney's not feeling good, obviously. Uh, And he says, well, I want you to meet my mom. Oh, yeah. The classic thing that after you just absolutely make someone's life a a living nightmare sexually, you just take ship them right to your mom. Yeah, he goes, I want you to meet my mom. And to her, she's like, oh, okay, well, then, you know, that's sweet. So even yeah. though he did this other thing yeah. that really messed me up. Re- meeting your, his mom's a big deal, this and is so big he deal. must really like me. So it must be good. And also, like, the way that Courtney's brain is working in this situation is completely normal. Yeah. And, like, this is how it would, like, this is why manipulators manipulate, so that people think this way. And yeah. people go, like, oh, cool, well, he must have not meant that because he did this big grand gesture. And it's like... In, in no way, shape, or form, like, she's even in the wrong for thinking that. She's just literally being manipulated. Yeah, she's—I mean, to her, she's thinking this just must be BDSM, mm-hmm. and it's okay. Yeah, and that's the other thing, is he chose a bunch of women who didn't know anything about BDSM. If he really wanted to do BDSM— Yeah, he would just he seek would've... out partners who are familiar mm-hmm. with that and familiar with their own boundaries and know how to be like, oh, actually, this is where my line is. But because those partners would actually probably— be really good at setting boundaries mm-hmm. and knowing where their lines is, he doesn't want that. He no, wants correct. to take advantage of someone who doesn't know how to stand up for themselves in the BDSM world and, like, sexually, and he wants to, like, it, that's just abuse. That's yep. just what abuse is. It's not good. So they go to, to dinner with uh, Army Hammer's mom. Yeah. Um, apparently, uh, you know, Courtney, Courtney was like, you know, his mom was just like him. She's tall. Mm-hmm. She's beautiful. Mm-hmm. She's, uh, you know, really well-spoken. Yeah. She's got her shit together. And she— uh, and, and his mom is named Drew, by the way. We'll talk about yes. her later on. Yeah, and apparently she's saying a lot of things that maybe Courtney shouldn't be in the room for. Yeah, apparently they went into, like, some deep-diving family trauma about some things that may or may not have happened to Army Hammer's dad, dad. Michael. Yeah, Army starts talking about person. how he doesn't respect his dad, how yeah. he hates his dad, and all this stuff. And Courtney's like, I don't think I should be here for this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, and Courtney and, and Army had previously talked about his dad and yeah. the long line of men he comes from. Where and he And he has said, my ancestors are all evil. He's like, I, mm-hmm. there's a lot of evil in the men in my family. She talks about it on House of Hammer, and she says that he wore it like a badge of honor. Yeah, which is the same thing he wanted her to do about bruises and bike, bite marks. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was like, I couldn't even talk that whole sentence. Yeah, she would, in, in sexual situations, she would have bite marks and bruises, and he would tell her to wear them like a badge of honor when she was like, this wasn't really what I wanted. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah you know what, getting bit and bruised when you did not consent to it is, I'm going to say, really bad. Yeah, not not so good. So days after the this experience with, with Army's mom, mom yeah, they, they break, break up. up. 
they break up and she just like moves on and and she's just like nope I'm done I'm done with this guy yeah uh, so later on later on Courtney sees all of these things trending from I, I don't know if you guys remember House of Effie House of Effie was an account um, yep. th- this woman Effie was posting screenshots of her DMs mm-hmm. between her and Army Hammer and they yep. were pretty uh, they crazy. were the most probably some of the most crazy flagrant like screen grabs that were circulating the internet. It was things where and again like a trigger warning to yeah. anyone who uh, has faced sexual abuse yes. or is uncomfortable with that kind of dialogue totally makes sense yep. and this might not be a part for you. Yep. Effie was posting screenshots of Army Hammer saying that he had never felt so much power as to when she was crying and screaming on the floor mm-hmm. asking him to like stop mm-hmm. and uh, he was raping her at knife point. Mm-hmm. Uh, for four hours. For four hours. And in the DMs, she's writing back, like, I wasn't ready. And he said, or, you know, for not being ready, you took it like a champ. Yeah. Which is... Uh, crazy. A wild It's the response. Yeah. She was saying, I didn't want that. I wasn't ready. Um, we didn't have a safe word. Yeah. And he, and he goes like, oh, I thought you mentioned earlier not having a safe word. And then he writes, ha ha. You know, you know. Oh, my God. I'm like, that makes me so mad. No, I, I mean, like. she Basically, she wasn't put in a place where she was comfortable, and it's really violent. The, she also met him when she was 20, or she, yeah, they yeah. started talking when she, she was, she was really 20. Young. Yeah. Um, that's another huge thing of, like, power dynamics and using your power to uh, try to manipulate, like, girls who are young. young. Yep. Um, so these screen grabs come out. He's insinuating that he enjoyed the fact that it was not consensual. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. thing he is saying is, like, it made me feel like a god. It made yeah. me feel very powerful. Yeah. Um, so the thing he's getting off on is not necessarily the kink. No. The thing he's getting off on is the fact that she didn't want it to be happening. Exactly. And so this uh, account, all these screenshots keep mm-hmm. being reposted by yep. other accounts. We learned that Army Hammer has a private mm-hmm. Instagram, a Finsta, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Called El Destructo 86. Now, going back to thinking you're above the law, yeah. why the f- Fuck. I mean, just don't oh my God. Yeah, I would say it doesn't make sense yeah. to post that you are doing things that are illegal yeah. online, whether no. it's on a Finsta or not a Finsta. Nope. Doesn't make sense. No. So somebody leaked the Finsta. Yeah. We see the Finsta. It's it's photos and videos of him, you know, doing drugs while driving and drinking while yeah. driving, having a woman in lingerie, like, waiting for him on his bed while he's showing a room tour of his hotel. Uh, Taking a drug test and writing, like, oh, it's crazy that I passed this drug test. Even though even I did though all I'm these drugs. All on drugs. Time to see my kids. Yeah. So he's posting all—he's very public about yeah. the fact that he's uh, not so what bad. people expect. Yeah. To his, like, 18 followers on this Finsta, yeah. mm-hmm. which is a brave choice. Yeah. Because— Well, it's a reckless choice because when you think you are God, you do things recklessly. Oh, it's so reckless. Yeah. It's, it's uh, not smart. No, it's not. So there becomes more and more proof that maybe this guy is not the guy we thought he was. Uh-huh. Courtney sees these posts from the Effie account, mm-hmm. and she responds to one of these accounts that reposted it, saying, like— That's him. That's, that's the him. way he talks. That's exactly how he talks. Uh, I'm he so used all these words with me. Like, he he calls everyone his kitten. kitten. And I'm glad it's finally coming out. Yeah. Like, justice needs to be served kind yeah. of thing. And they go, can we repost that you said that? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't care anymore. 
So they post it. Yep. And then the internet explodes. Everyone is like, oh my God, yep. Army Hammer. But everyone focuses on the fact that Army Hammer is a cannibal. cannibal. Yeah. Because there's this yeah. one message where he says, I am 100% a cannibal. Yeah. Um, and then, and then talks he's like, about, oh wow, it's so scary to even say that out loud. He says that he's uh, eaten a, a deer's heart while, while it, it was, was still yep. alive. Yeah. So that's not great. I ha- I'm going to say I have never done that. No, I've actually never eaten a deer's heart while it was still alive. I've never even ate it while it was dead. Well, I'm loving that for both of us. Sure. I'm a pescatarian. All of this stuff keeps coming out, and Courtney starts to realize there's other women also involved besides even, like, Effie. There's Paige Lorenz. Paige Lorenz posts about uh, her experience with ARMY. She says that he was using uh, the phrase of BDSM Mm -hmm. as kind of like a smokescreen to actually uh, just hurt women. She is really smart. Like, her whole analysis of the thing is mm-hmm. so well-spoken. She's super well-spoken. She says that with her relationship yeah. with ARMY, it was the same thing. Yeah. She wasn't told what was going to happen mm-hmm. before it happened. Mm-hmm. She didn't give consent all the time. Yep. She was love-bombed. She, she felt it, yep. really comfortable with him and then was kind of pushed. Her boundaries yep. were pushed all the time. She was bitten and bruised and told to wear it like a badge in the same way as Courtney. And and to the point where, like, Courtney and Paige ended up talking, which is the ultimate the ultimate form of power if, like, a, a person has abused two people and then they those come two together. people come together. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Paige says that she did her research on BDSM after the relationship yeah. and realized that it just did not— Mm-hmm. mix with what he was telling her. And they both went to, like, the same hotel on different nights, mm-hmm. uh, watched the secretary. He watched the secretary with both of them. He put on the creepy playlist with both of them. Like, he did everything the exactly same. the same, yeah. like a serial killer. Yeah, so creepy. You know, it, it's yeah. a cycle. He keeps doing the same thing to people. Yeah. We then are introduced to yeah. the lawyer oh, yeah. who is defending the women who are the victims. Oh, she's so awesome. Her name is, I think, Gloria, Gloria. Allred. Yeah, 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 yeah. She is so cool. I love I love when she says, uh, kinky isn't illegal, rape is. Yeah. She's kind of defending the point that yeah. uh, whatever somebody chooses to do, if it is consensual, it is not against the law. If it is something where someone wasn't given a heads up, where mm-hmm. someone said no, where if at any point consent was withdrawn, that is against the law. Yeah. And that's what happened with Effie, with Courtney, with, with Paige, Paige, with yeah. all these people. Yeah. Paige, if you want to look more into Paige's story, she has a whole video and talks about all kinds of crazy stuff. It is it is absolutely wild. Mm-hmm. So Army Hammer was outed for mm-hmm. all this stuff. He employs a lawyer who had previously defended Bill Cosby. A classic which for is, him. I would say not a good look. Yeah, they, and they said it was like a kind of an on-purpose PR move, which is crazy because it's like I would not. But I guess when you're – I don't know. I don't know. Why I would you do that? Why I, would you – It's not – it's not a great look. Yeah. But Gloria Allred says this awesome thing where she's like um, – the, the other firm that's representing ARMY, mm-hmm. she's like they're kind of famous for representing Hollywood's bad boys and I represent the women those guys hurt. Yeah. Which is just like, oh. Yeah. The episode of uh, House of Hammer ends with us seeing uh, that if you actually go up the family tree, Mm -hmm. it gets even darker. Yeah, that Army Hammer's behavior is literally the tip of the iceberg. It's it's the output of generations of 
just people who had too much power and too much money and abused it and abused everyone around them. Yeah, and it kind of starts to make sense, and you see a lot of parallels as well. Absolutely. It's crazy. So we end the episode seeing Casey Hammer, Mm -hmm. Army Hammer's aunt. Who's coming out uh, against her entire family, against her father and brother and grandfather. Which is so wild because— she is so cool. She's pretty badass because these people could come after her. The episode ends with Casey Hammer saying that she is going to expose the secrets of her family— yeah. And we're going to see uh, what the Hammer family is about. And it's not good. Yeah. So next time we will be getting uh, more into Army Hammer's ancestors and relatives in his dark dynasty. We've got his great-grandfather Armand. And his And his grandfather, grandfather Julian. And his father Michael, um, as well as his aunt Casey. Yeah. This stuff gets really dark, guys. You know, if this episode was a lot for you, uh, go do something nice for yourself. Yeah, go, truly. Go get an ice cream. Yeah, go uh, buy a nice candle, get an ice cream, uh, watch something fun and upbeat. But if you're a twisted psychopath like me and you want to hear more. Yeah, um, you can come back to another episode of Dark, Dark Dynasties. Dynasties. Uh, next time, uh, we'll be talking about more. And if you want to uh, educate yourself and, and watch mm-hmm. some stuff so that you can follow along with this, Go ahead and watch House of Hammer on Discovery+. Plus. Yep. Uh, Till next time, I've been Sid Heller. I have been Olivia DeLaurentis. And thank you for listening to Dark Dynasties.